Welcome to the Little Red Village podcast, produced by Little Red Fashion. CEO Jonathan Joseph and head historian Rachel Elspeth Gross are about to take you on a journey through the ins and outs of fashion, tugging at the threads of how it all works straight from the people who make it happen. Let's join them for today's episode. Before we air the last episodes of this season, we wanted to take you back to Ukraine for a moment. This week and next, we will be sharing new interviews with Ukrainian designers. After that, we will post a few more episodes where Jonathan and I speak with people from other parts of the world. Today's conversation is between myself and Ukrainian fashion designer Olina Dots. Olina's mother created a collection of traditional Ukrainian clothing, some of it more than 100 years old. As clothing does, especially pieces that were made before synthetic fibers were available, eventually some of it began to fall apart. Olina who could not be stopped by any force that I know of, told me that when this happened, she did what she always does when facing a potential disaster. She said, first I cry, and then I think, what can I do? This led to some innovative, completely original apparel design in the augmented reality space with Face Me Studio. Now, please know, this was long before anyone else was experimenting with apparel in AR. but. I'll let her tell you that story. Dots has built her world-renowned brand by blending her deep love for Ukrainian tradition with all different kinds of -of state-of-the-art technology. Through this process, each of her collections becomes a kind of conversation, a reflection on what clothing and beauty mean in modern life. Her work is shown around the world in cities known for the highest of high-end fashion. Places like Paris, Cannes, Dubai, and more. So many more. Olina says that she feels lucky, and I thought about that a lot after we spoke. There's a quote attributed to the Roman philosopher Seneca, luck where preparation meets opportunity. Olina Dots works incredibly hard. I suspect that she has her whole life, and her work is rich with meaning. She designs with intention, considers creation to be sacred, and I think that no matter what the world might present her with, Olina Dots will be prepared to make that opportunity into the most extraordinary work. Designs that no one else could even imagine, not until her exceptional mind has figured out how to make them tangible and real. Hi, everybody. It's Rachel Elspeth here, and I have Alina Dots with me today. Thank you so much for making the time to, to speak with me. I know... I know you make amazing clothing. I purchased a pair of pants from Angel for Fashion, Jen Sittery's project to help Ukraine. And oh my God, I love them. <laughs> They're I'm wonderful. Happy, I'm happy to hear that. Oh, how are you doing? How, how are things? Hello, everyone. It's me, Olena. And so I'm a fashion designer from Ukraine. And so I'm still trying to be creative and by by help of creativity, fashion and culture to inform the world of what's going on in Ukraine. I really, I really believe in soft diplomacy and it helped me through many years because we all know that it's all started not just in, it's all started since 2014. Yeah. We've spoken to a few different designers and we've heard some very, very tragic stories, but they're such important stories. And I think we're kind of disconnected a little bit, the world, I mean, from what's Mm -hmm. happening there, at least my world. And that makes me sad. And I mean, we're going to change that. For sure. For sure we will. 
How did you get started with your career? Were you always into fashion? Was that something you... Uh, I graduated at the Lviv Academy of Arts. And what influenced my choice was that fashion is what is everything that surrounds us. Every, all beautiful things that people admire. It's like art, cinema, traveling, books. So I wanted my life to be filled with beautiful things. And of course, when you enter, enter the, when you start, when you start to study, of course you have a lot of questions. Was my choice right? Did I, did I, did I, did I make a right choice? And then uh, what told me that I'm on the right way, it's in, two, in 97. I took part in the competition organized in UNESCO, and I was a representative of Ukraine during Expo 97 in Lisbon, Portugal. And also, it, I, I was really impressed from the exhibition, from everything, and it gave me a lot of inspiration. So it, I understood that I'm, I'm going to the right direction. And after that exhibition, my dress, a museum of, of fashion in Kobe, bought, bought my dress that I, I presented. Awesome. Yeah, and it was like, for being like a third year student, it was like a, a huge, some, some huge event in, in my life. And so I started to be, and it was really interesting because this year in 2091, like this year, there was an exhibition in Dubai. And I said to myself, definitely have to be there because again, I'm still having this inspiration from this like 20 years, from like 20 years, more than 20 years ago. And so I was lucky to present my new collection in the Ukrainian pavilion and it was quite successful. And then, and there I met very, so you see, my, my career was like jumping from one stone to another. So like from one event leads to, to something new and exciting in future. So sorry for jumping. So there no, I met, so sorry for jumping. And there I met a very like beautiful and interesting Ukrainian brand face me. And with them, we made a very cool project like right now during the war maybe I'll tell about this later because it gave me a lot of inspiration and I'm really excited about this cooperation that started like right like right now yeah and then so I graduated Academy of Arts and then after the graduation again I won one more international competition in France in Evian and I won, like, because I think people are interested in creativity, but I think maybe it would be interesting for young designers. So, of course, you need some investment or where, you do, where do you get money to start the business? So I think this is, this is also an important part. So I won the first prize, like, and it was, like, some amount of money and by with the help of those money i i was like i i i i was able to create my first collection for the ukrainian fashion week yeah so you know all the like very talented designers that are now the part of angels for fashion so i i was lucky to become a part of this of this team We've talked to a whole bunch of people. We've been doing this show for almost a year and a half now. And I think what you're describing, nobody has a straight line, right? Everything, you, when you're a creative person, when you make things, you, I don't know, we have adventures. We end up <laughs> going to different places and 
different things. I mean, yeah, I completely yes. understand. Yeah. So, so again, so I, I became a part of Ukrainian Fashion Week. And during, so it was like till 2018. So it looks like it, I, I was a part of Ukrainian Fashion Week for more than 10 years. And I think that the Ukra- Ukrainian designers, they did a huge job. Even when all the all these events, all these events started, like people from all over the world. The first day I received the call, the messages and everything. And I'm sure other designers too. So um, I think while working, it was not just for business. They were telling like nice stories about Ukraine. They were doing nice image of Ukraine, of Ukrainian country, Ukrainian designers, Ukrainian people all over the world. And, and they are still like doing a lot of things. So I was, I was lucky to be, to, be, to be a part of this like very creative and talented family. And during Ukrainian Fashion Week, I, made, I met some people from Paris Fashion Week. And so I started to take part in, in, in the showroom in Paris Fashion Week. So for me, I, I think that the history of Olana Dats brand started in 2008 when I first presented my collection during, during Paris Fashion Week in the showroom. And after that, I started an, excited, an exciting story you know, like Paris, fashion, champagne and night. So it was really exciting. And I was, I was lucky, like, you know, every designer have its own, its own direction. So I'm working more in the in looks and uh, we create a lot of evening dresses and cocktail dresses. So I was really lucky to have a lot of clients like, like during like better, better times before the COVID. So this, we are talking about the COVID, which was also like, had a, a lot of not impression, a lot of impressed, a lot of not impressed. I, I cannot find the word. No, I, I think I know what you mean. Everything got quieter and smaller and yeah, harder. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it became much more smaller after after that. We have to reduce uh, the production and everything. So we were selling like to more than twenty shops in the Middle East, and so one of them was uh, Harvey Nichols Riyadh. We were like specialized in this business and while doing the fashion week. Also, also during that period of time, I had I was cooperating. I, I had my partners in LA, a peer agency in LA. So they helped me to um, advertise my brand uh, with on the red carpets uh, with some uh, stars. So it was so we, we took part in Cannes Film Festival, like in LA, in like red carpets events. So this life was like very excited. And so after then COVID started, so we became began to reduce everything. And during that period of time, still my main goal was on the first, first thing of, it was not, of course, a business and you have to be creative in business, but like, like pure creativity and some ideas to promote Ukraine promote Ukrainian country to, again, to be, first of all, to be an artist, not a, like an owner of a factory or something. So this was more important to my soul and, and my life. And during this COVID, uh, I was like, I think a lot of people were like depressed and think how to, how to change it. And again, I was really, I'm, I'm really thankful uh, to Dasha Shapovalova and her, um, platform her application dressics 
It gives me a lot of ideas, and one of them we presented in Cannes. I would like to, to tell more about that later. And another one that faced me that I've met in Dubai, it also, it was like, I have to say, it was not just a way, a way and um, uh, an instrument uh, for creativity, but it was like a very huge, it gave me like a very huge push and a very huge, how to say, it helped me to survive uh, during that period and to understand me, how can I preserve, uh, preserve like creativity and like w what we can do for future. Oh, I completely understand that. I mean, there were projects I threw myself into because I have a five-year-old daughter and it was her and me <laughs> by ourselves for a really long time. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love her, but <laughs> so much. it's understandable. Yes. So I, I understand you're based in, in London. No, no, no. I'm, it was like a question of everybody during when I, when I went to Cannes. No, I live in Lviv and I stayed in Lviv during all this time. And again, I love my I love my city. And again, I think that my success is because I live here, and it gave it gave me first of all a lot of inspiration. My city is uh, a city, and the people from here gives me a lot of inspiration. And so I I feel myself like on two feet, like feet on the ground. That gives mm -hmm. me possibility then to to fly. <laughs> I've spoken with a few different designers and. Mm -hmm. One of the common things that I hear is that the people who work for them don't want to leave, that they want to stay. They want to be in their country and do their work. And I think that that's inspiring to me. I mean, the idea that when the worst things are happening, that people want to be there because it's their home. I mean, that's, that's how I would feel about my home. That's what I would, you know. That thing, just I understood that I, I have to stay in Ukraine. Maybe it's a bit selfish. But I'm telling just my own story. I had some, like, uh, sorry, maybe it's too personal, but still, I, I had some problems with health. It's, again, before the COVID, because, before everything. And I decided uh, to treat, uh, to, to take a hospital and everything uh, just in Lviv. And it was, like, a very important idea because after, after like, operation, you need uh, to recover. And what can be better than your own bed, your own cup of coffee, or your own uh, glass of Prosecco or something? This is the, bad, the best uh, medicine in the world. So I already like survived kind of things before that I understood that I will be more stronger and I will be able to do more things when I'm here. I mean, when I'm I at home and with my with my family and. Would you talk to us a little bit about how things have changed since February with your with your work with your again I, I will I want to come back to the story about Cannes and mm -hmm. my cooperation with dress when I was invited to take part in I used to take part in that suit already in 2009 so let me tell like a few a few words about how it's going on because some people don't know about the system so there is a suite in a beautiful hotel like Carlton or Marriott, where the A-list stars are coming to your suite. So they make pictures with your products. It's not, it's not just for fashion. It can be champagne or some creams or whatever, whatever you can imagine. So, 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 so they make pictures with your, with your product. And again, so like bloggers, like influencers, so 
then you have your your publicity you need, you know then that you know how it works and so i was invited to take part in the dpa lounge during Cannes film festival in april and i said to myself okay elena of course you have some dresses of course you have like a lot of samples and whatever but for that suit you have to produce more how it will work you don't know Again, nowadays, we don't plan for more than one week. Even one week, it's too much for the, for the moment. So you like to, you, you, you only have your plans like for three days ahead. That's, That's all you can do right now because you never know what may happen. Mm, but, and, and I'm a control freak person. So I, <laughs> I like to plan. I no, like to plan everything like a half year in advance. Um, so if, Without planning, I'm like going crazy. So I said, so how, how can I do it? And I, will, I was already negotiating, negoci- negotiating with Dressex, how we should cooperate, what we can do. And it came to my mind. So this gift suit, it's all about pictures. It's all about, uh, and, and it's, it was a good platform to meet like very important people, very famous people that can help you to inform about the problem in Ukraine. And you like, you, you can meet them like very closely. So in our suit, we, we had such stars as Sharon Stone, Mila Kunis. So like very important people and beautiful, of course, very beautiful ladies. So I had a chance, so with this dressex, we created a virtual dress with the symbols of Ukraine, like blue and yellow colors, with a spare part of Ukrainian embroidery. And so we were offering the ladies to make a, a, picture, a, virtual, a, a picture in a virtual dress. And of course, there was a postcard with some story about what's going on. And of course, I had the chance to talk to them and to tell uh, to tell the story and to inform what's going on, etc. So you know you know how 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 it's working. So this week was like very important to me, and I think I b- besides like having some benefits from for my brand, I had a chance to 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 do something on like to do something, and so I was really I was really happy that I didn't have to worry about all this logistic stuff, all this stuff with transport and everything. So, um, and again, I, I, I could be creative by making this dress. And so I didn't have to, to use some machines. Logistic part was, I was like really happy. And I think it was like, it was very smart. No, it, it sounds right now, you know, it's yeah. Right now, the world is doing this, this digital meta, whatever. Yeah, but again, to many people, to many people, when you say how you can monetize it or why do you do it or it's just for teenagers and gamers and whatever. So now I'm, I'm like grown up woman who didn't know about, who, who, who learned about internet like in 97. <laughs> and again, I was not born with internet. And so for, for, for many of my like friends and people of my age, it sounds like something childish. But in this point, it was like a very smart idea. And a lot of people say, oh, yes, now we know how we can use it, how it can work, how it can help. So it's not only a question about ecology, 
So this is also very important right now. But in that moment, it, it was really like brilliant idea. And again, thank you so much for Dressex and, and, and Daria. I've been reading about scaling patterns, how you can do that with a digital dress and how you can like not waste the paper and not, you know, make mistakes and have to redo mm -hmm. it and, you know, figure out all the problems before you go into production. And I can understand how it would seem like a kid thing, but it also, it kind of makes sense to me. Like mm -hmm. if you have to run a business, you want your business to be profitable. You, you have yeah, to yeah, create yeah. a thing. Um, yeah, because you see, I was I was lucky enough. Maybe for somebody, it might sound it might sound not a big luck, but for me, it I I consider it as a big luck. Girls, I did, I never had like my own factory. Where I was only like outsourcing outsourcing the production. So we mm -hmm. only had I only had like a creative atelier. And during that time, we have already like more than thousand samples. I am not uh, maximizing. It's more than a thousand. And they're all like in boxes and there's years and months, all like uh, like a huge library. It's it's like a huge, it looks like a huge library. Yeah, I would think and of that when as When coronavirus happened, we were like minimizing, minimizing, minimizing again, minimizing one more time. And again, I was lucky because the girls that were working with me, I didn't have to fire them. Because I become pregnant. Sorry again for personal information. <laughs> so it's like all a natural working, like natural process. And then one day I said to myself, okay, Lena, we have to make a pause. We have to stop. And so we stopped before the war. So it was not, a, um, but still, if we get orders, same as you, I can produce because we have samples and I know where to get the materials. But still, I. I don't have spent uh, so much forces and nerves and all my soul to, because the, no, I don't know in English, it's Ukrainian, it's kakada, coefficient of, it's, in, it's from physics. It's maybe I'll remember later. So you don't have spent the force, the force that you use to, to get something, to get something is bigger than the income. So I decided to minimize it. And still, with these virtual dresses, we're still selling them. But it, I, didn't, I don't have to, to, to use so many things. No, that makes complete um, sense. Yeah. And sorry, I think no. I'm sorry. Maybe, I'm, maybe again, if I, if I talk too much, if I talk too much, just No, no, you're perfect. You are perfect. I'm fascinated by this because it seems like such a smart model that you can... If you have so the orders, actually, have the actually, actually, I was thinking and thinking how to minimize it, but still to be creative, how to combine all this stuff. So now, now I I have like three three parts. Three parts. Number one, what we presented because I was still learning how to use this three D virtual things and augmented reality and everything. I I needed some times because again, I'm like from other period, <laughs> uh, from no. other. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so for, for Dubai, I made a collection and a lot of parts I printed. I printed on a three D printer, so oh, still wow. I could work uh, on a distance and I could use only computer for that and still be creative. So it helped me to mini to, to like to be to be more mobile. 
So this we presented in Dubai, and it was like quite uh, the, the theme. Uh, the theme of the exhibition was like a mobility, a new new technology, and something else. I forgot. Sorry. And we did a photo shoot, and we did a photo shoot, which which was quite symbolic. Uh, on there, we had like a, 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 a theme. Uh, for the photo shoot was Opportunity Gate. So the name of the main entrance to the exhibition was an Opportunity Gate. And actually it was like symbolic, very symbolic because after that we start to like to use all the 3D technologies and to move forward to this future and new things, new things. And then we did this dress, like virtual dress with Daria with DressX. And then... uh, and then uh, there came Easter. Then came Easter. No, there, there came the war. After. And then came Easter. And again, we were like laughing with the girls. What did you pack? What did you pack in your saving luggage? I don't know in English how you call it. You know, when you have to, to make a suitcase with the medicine, water. A go bag. So we were laughing with the girls. So what did you pack? What did you put into, into your bag? And my clients, my girls that buy my dresses, they say, oh, we've packed your dresses and we packed dresses of Ukrainian designers and our Chanel shoes and then all the rest. <laughs> because <laughs> this is the first thing. And for me, the first thing I was packing, so I have like a small, I cannot say that it's big, it's like a very tiny collection of Ukrainian banka. And so my mother started the collection. Now I'm trying to, to to enlarge it a little bit, and uh, those are the most uh, precious things for me in, 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 in my family. And uh, nevertheless, if an, even don't account of the war or something, those things are very fragile, and they're like fainting in your in your hands because they are more than hundred years old. And again, I don't have like a, a big possibility to to preserve them like in the museum with a certain kind of temperature and everything. And during the Easter, I uh, I was like, we have like a tradition. Uh, there is a like very beautiful park in Ukraine. It is called Shevchenkisky High. And like a lot of Lviv families, so we go on Easter, we go to get to, that, to there to bless, to bless um, like eggs and parks or, you know, like, you know, in Lviv, it's all all about traditions, and we try we try to keep them because it's it unites us and give us some force to to survive and and to and to and to go go on. And I was I found my old and I start to cry. I was ready. I already had my makeup and everything. I was ready just to wear the blouse and and go. And I start to cry because all this Vashivanka, I didn't look at it for a long time because again, coronavirus, war and everything, I didn't have the chance to, to check it. And it was all like in holes and I guess like falling apart in my hands. <sighs> like, and again, I start, it was the first time I started because all of people were like crying from the first days of the war and everything. And it was the first time I, I cried during the war. Because it reminds me, like, of my country. Like, it all, like, turned apart in, in holes and everything. Sorry, I will start to cry again right now. <laughs> you are so fine. There's... Yeah, it was, it was, like, a very, uh, like, a personal and touching moment. And I said to myself, 
first I cry and then I think, what can I do? Always. Always I'm like, what can I do with that? How, how, how should we, what shall we do? Of course, there are a lot of people that can restore it and whatever. But still, in 50 years, it will happen again. And I, and I said, what? How can I save it? How, what can I do? And then I said, okay, you have to digitalize it. It, it will be in the internet. It will be like a code. It, can, it will be like NFT. It will be like in a cloud somewhere in space or whatever. <laughs> and maybe somehow, somehow I can, I can save it. Of course, you, you will not be able to touch it, but still you will be able to see it. And by help of the augmented technology, which, which was and with the help of the brand of FaceMe, so we created an, a mask, uh, we created a filter, at, and, it, and, it, uh, and again, it's called augmented reality because it's combining a virtual reality and reality. So we made the blouses and T-shirts and we created a special print. And when you focus, when you go to my Instagram account and you, you know, you know how to use this, all these Instagram filters. Mm-hmm. And when you um, focus on this print and it works only on, and I have to say that it works only with, with, with the print we create. So you have to buy a t-shirt and you have to buy a blouse to get it. And my goal, again, I, I will, maybe I'm jumping from one thing. No, to this else. is so exciting. Again. I'm going to buy these shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, I started, yeah, when I started to create, again, we have like a history of fashion is more than 100 years old, right? Yes. And still, it's even in our century, it's hard to create something new. We have like same classic thing, like T-shirts, blouses, whatever. But still, the meaning, the meaning and the information that you put inside, inside these things, it's your own because each person is unique. Each person is special and it puts it's like uh, its own feeling and creativity and it's all background into the things. So what I was thinking and I was, and maybe that's why I have like so many people that are still like since 10 years, they say we will give your dresses in heritage to, to our children because we always try to put some bigger meaning into the dress, into, into the T-shirt. So you're not just buying something. You're getting, you're getting more. You're getting some history in, in, and some story that is always behind it. And this augmented reality, it's like, it's like in, in, when, when I was thinking about this, it was like 20 years ago. And I was only, I could only think about it and maybe write a story and maybe tell a story. And now I'm happy because all, all this new technology helps you to show and to visualize your stories. And it gives you even more things that you can do. And so now when you're buying the t-shirt from Olana Dats, you're also receiving a part of my family collection. You're also receiving this Borshivka. And like you're receiving much, much more. And so I'm really, I'm really happy about that. That's amazing. What happens when the filter, like if you have the shirt and you use the filter, what it, does it show like embroidery or, or is it? Yeah, it shows you, if you, if you have a time, please go to my Olana Dats official Instagram page. But again, you, you need to have the Veshevanka. It will not work 
no, I'm just curious. Yeah, me. it will not work. It will not work without it. But again, I have some video and on YouTube. I will send you on. I will oh, I'm gonna buy your shirt. I'm totally buying. Oh. <laughs> we already have them. We already have them on Angel's Fashion. Yeah, I know what I'm doing next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. And so. And so it works. I will send you a YouTube link with explanation how it works. Little Red Fashion uses AR technology. We have some a children's book that we've published mm-hmm. and you can use app and it will make a fashion runway pop up. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of right, right. That's it. So neat. It's so cool mm-hmm. to see all the applications for this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. All of the things. And I love it. I just love it. <laughs> I think that uh, as long as you get excited about about things, as as long as you are curious about something new, you stay you stay young. I think this is like a, a recipe for for youth and long and long life. Yeah, as long as you stay a child and try to 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 find out and to learn new things, it helps you to to, to be young and and, and good. Yeah. <laughs> important i mean for for mental health for physical yeah. health for everything to be able to be excited to not feel angry and pessimistic i don't yeah, want to sure. be always assuming the worst i want to have big dreams and i want to make them happen mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um, that's, that's right that's right when all of that happens in 2014 and again it was one of one of the lessons in my life all of that happens i was on the showroom it was uh, I, I it was like first time du- uh, in during paris fashion week in mf so it was i was new to it and i was just it was like my first season with the, with those people and again since then we are staying together and we are like big big family and we know all the children so it's like my big international family i and i really miss those people actually what about covid the worst thing that i cannot see like my my people my friends so it's not about business it's about human human things and resources what was that was for me and again, when Russia invaded and took Crimea, I was I was in Paris and I was really frightening, frightened. What happened is going to be the second, the third world war. What's going on? And my neighbors on the showroom were people from Iran, were people from Kuwait. The owners are from Lebanon. There was a girl from Dubai. She ha- she was supposed to move to Pakistan after the showroom. And, you know, the countries that I'm talking now about right now, they all survived, already survived the war. Right. In Lebanon two times, in Iran, you know, mm-hmm. Kuwait, for sure, you know. So you know the story. Yeah. And they were very supportive and very kind. And I have to say that maybe those were the most happiest and positive people that I've ever met in my life. So when in Ukraine we said that, oh, we have to cry or we have to, like, it's not nice to, to have fun or whatever. I have my own story and I know people from all over the world, of the world that have survived very tough times. And even again, the story of my grannies. And so those are the most strongest, positive and funniest people. And I really thank you, thank them for teaching me that lesson. I mean, that's an incredible lesson. And what a wonderful 
I mean, it's weird to say wonderful, but what luck, I guess, to be in that yeah, place yeah. at that moment. Uh, the most, I, I don't have to say that maybe I'm very like lucky in, in business or whatever, but I most precious things is in my life were people that I met and the stories of those people. And again, I'm, I'm, uh, all of my life, I was really happy to meet very kind and very beautiful people. This is like my best journey. Absolutely. I mean, nobody can be, yeah, people are everything. And mm-hmm. that's really why I wanted to speak with you because mm-hmm. I love your work. Thank and you. it's important to me that my country mm-hmm. knows what's happening and that mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, it's other people. I mean, if I could mm-hmm. buy you a glass of Prosecco right now, I would love to. Go, you know, <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> that way. I want. I want people to be outraged and to say that it's not acceptable for this to happen. And I think you're incredibly brave. I hope you, you feel that. Can I ask you one last question? Yes, sure, I, sure. Please. Did you learn to sew as a child? In the United States, we don't teach kids that very much, but I learned because my mother sews. And I'm guessing from what you told me about your mother that perhaps you learned as a child? Again, I never dreamed to be a fashion designer mm-hmm. or to sew. Yeah, it was a mean, mean, a mean an instrument. It was an instrument to 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 fulfill the life that I want to live, to surround myself with the things I like. So I didn't decide, didn't choose a profession of a fashion designer. I chose the way of living, and this profession helped me to have all these things that I love, maybe like that. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I, it's interesting to me how many different ways there are to be successful and how many different tracks or roads that people can take, you know. And again, it's not, so I'm, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it sounds like a bit, a bit egoistic, but again, <laughs> this profession doesn't only gives you, but it gives you, it, it helps you also to give, uh, to give to people. Because I'm for sure when I am listening to the stories, it's again maybe it's not modest, but I can tell that it's more more than more than fifty stories like that that I hear all the time. Olenka, we had the best moments in our lives in your dresses. We have the best moments to remember, like the wedding day, or even just a date or a beautiful sunny day. And when I hear that, even like last week we had uh, like a flea market. And I met uh, like my old clients, I already don't remember them. And they were like one of my first clients since 97. And I, of course I didn't remember them. And she said, Olenka, we still have your dress. We had like a bachelor party in that. And then like other three ladies were wearing it. And we still remember it and we still have it in our, we already grow up, we cannot fit, fit in, a, in, that, in that, but we're still having it in our wardrobe. And their so daughters this, this, one day. This, so those stories, uh, they give a lot of inspiration because I think the success of the business is not just the money. It's like a, the upper level. It's that you can help and have to be a mecenat. I don't know. Sorry for. Or, no, that, that You can give something. This is like the best thing. And this is what I consider as a success. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. I think, that's a beautiful position to be in that everyone 
has their best moments in the clothing mm-hmm. you made possible, you created, you designed. Mm-hmm. It's that's wonderful. And I, I can understand it completely why you would feel pride in that. You should feel pride in that. That's an important, important thing. You've brought so much joy to so many yeah, lives. Yeah. Women feel beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That, that's, that's right. That's true. That's true. I really, really appreciate you making the time to talk to us. Is there anything that you would like to say or anything that you need? I just, no I just want to, yeah, I just want to thank you for the opportunity. And I want to say to, to thank you, uh, Jen and Angels for Fashion. I'm really happy to be a part of this beautiful family of the designers and that they're doing a very important job to inform people and to get to acquaint the world with the Ukrainian designers and their and their creations. Well, thank you very, very much. That's a wrap for today. Visit us at littleredfashion.com, where you can find the show notes and transcripts of Little Red Village podcast episodes on the blog. And if you enjoyed it, give us a four-star review on whatever platform you're listening through. We're on a mission to empower the next generation and build a community of supportive fashion lovers, families, educators, and professionals like you to help creative kids thrive. Thanks for joining Jonathan and Rachel today. And remember, fashion is for everyone.